Welcome to Long Distance Listening, a music podcast. Welcome to Long Distance Listening. I'm Andrew. And I'm Nate. Welcome to our kind of random subject episode. So we're not going to be talking about a specific album. We're not going to be talking about a specific band. Um, We're not even talking genre or something that may be specific. We are talking about the question, do you still go to concerts? So Nate and I will be answering that question. We will be defining um, what concerts look like now. Do we still, as uh, people who are either... 30 or right around 30 here um years old are we too old for concerts are we too young to be too old for concerts um (laughs) just concerts in general we thought we'd have some dialogue here um so nate i'm gonna ask you the question do you still go to concerts yes no (laughs) Uh, end of podcast (laughs) There we go. That was really... Uh, I want to do more episodes that, that are that quick. Yeah. That worked out r- really great. Yep. Um, Make people regret why they even pressed play. We could get more... Probably, maybe the podcast will spread more because people will enjoy hearing us talk less. Maybe. Which kind of defeats the purpose of having a podcast. Yeah. What if we just... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, should we quit? Should we quit <laughs> podcasting? It goes, Is this it? The Is question we went from, right do you still go to concerts? To, should we quit podcasting? That, was, that was fast. Of yeah. long distance listening? Yeah. Yeah, short, short distance. <laughs> oh, oh, come on, dude. So, yeah, do you go to concerts? Uh, you said okay, yes and yeah. no. Like, what? Yeah, define that for us. So, what I meant by that is, for instance, I have a concert I'm going to actually next week. Ooh, tell next, us. Because this next will Friday. actually be in the past by the time we release it. Oh, well, that's true. But or, I still... Or want- actually, it will be in the future, potentially. Wait, it no, no, no. It will be in the past. It. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I forgot, yeah. What, I forgot our release cycle. Yeah, yep. yeah. No, you're right. Yep. It will be in the past. But tell um, us about what you will see that you will have seen when we release it. <laughs> I'm going to see Howdy. Ooh. And very excited. Seen them before with Kevin Crowder. You going to say hi to Charlie for us? Say hi to Charlie. He'll yeah. be like, oh, Friend no, of the pod. Not this, not this guy again. Yeah. Um, I think he liked this. He was nice. He was, he was nice, but just he either nice liked us like or he, yeah, either liked us or he's just a super nice guy. He's probably just a super nice guy. He's he from Texas, is. right? That's so true. maybe that southern hospitality. Yeah, yeah. He's like be. on the inside. He's screaming. Yeah, probably um, was. So anyway, yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, who who doesn't like Andrew? I mean, come on. I mean. My son's only Besides like me. two months old, but like, I don't know. He's given off some of those vibes that you're like, he's not sure about me. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? It's like, <laughs> he he only <laughs> he only knows three words, and it's F-U, daddy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so anyway, <laughs> going to see Howdy. Um, this is the first show that I've been to. I mean, obviously, I should have done research before this. Yeah. I mean, this is the first show I've been to in a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Last show, I, I usually will like post a nice quick photo on Instagram for me to remember. Oh my goodness. I think my last show was from Indian Lakes, November 15th of 2019. Mm. So it has been almost three years, like two and a half years since I've gone to a show. Now, obviously, COVID. Was that the Copeland tour? No, this was uh, from Indian Lakes headlining. And actually, um, I have Joey's been sorry. This is a you know this is a a, a side episode. We can do whatever the yeah. hell we want. Yeah, it is. Um, Joey's been promoting all his Joe Van stuff and been focusing so much on Joe Van, and he hasn't like posted any from Indian yeah. Lake stuff really. Joe I'm one. So I have a lot of thoughts. I'm worried because even though I like Joe Van, I I don't know. I it love Joe Van. Replace. I yeah. love more from Indian Lakes. So I would be sad yeah. if from Indian Lakes stopped. But I wonder if it has to do with the fact that from Indian Lakes still isn't signed probably. Yeah. And for him to pull off Joe Van from a recording and tour standpoint, yeah. it's a lot easier. Yes. And because he has such a dedicated and loyal fan base, he knows people are still going to come out. Yep. So I wonder if that's why he's kind of yep. he's just waiting for from Indian yep. Lakes to get signed or something. I'm hoping yes. he's not calling it quits on from Indian Lakes well, and just doing Joe and Van. I'd- I, if I'm recalling correct, when we interviewed him, and this was after his last, after Dimly Lit um, came yeah. out, he was working. I know we were mostly talking about Joe Van stuff because that's what he was working on. But he said he was already working on some new from Indian Lakes, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he, did. he described the sound he decided, even a bit. Yeah, unless he decided to scrap that. Um, last we know from personally talking to him about it he was working on stuff so hopefully yeah. hopefully that's i i mean i i think we would quit podcasting if from indian lakes decided they're done like wasn't that the reason we started i'm kidding but, but <laughs> seriously <laughs> well and just to transition back into yeah. the concerts i mean i had tickets to see men i trust Mm-hmm. Um, which one of my new over the past like three years, one of my newer favorite bands, mm-hmm. and I actually didn't even go to the show, yeah, because I was just so tired and it would have been I would have had to stay out kind of late mm-hmm. and driving into Boston and yep. it's just like I think the older I get, the less appealing the concert experience is for me, yeah, and so. As the reason why I said yes, no is I'm not saying I, I haven't stopped going to concerts. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to concerts, but it's just a lot less frequently. Yeah. And I think I'll probably be at that like two a year, maybe three a year type mm-hmm. of place. Yep. But I don't know. What about yeah. what about you? So my last concert, um, I'm not 100% sure about this, 
But I think the last concert I was at was September, like end of September, maybe. Um, September 2019, I saw Bon Iver at Red Rocks. Yep. Which would be a crazy, like, if that's actually the last one, that'd be crazy for multiple reasons. First, it's, like, the best concert I've ever been to. Like, it's, mm. it's like, historic. It's amazing. Um, but also, Amy, my wife, and I, um, before now being parents, we used to go to a lot of concerts. It wasn't, it wasn't unlike us to have a concert a month. Like, I mean, mm. that was pretty common so then to go october november december january and then kind of february with covid hitting like to go that many months without a concert but that's the last one i'm i'm racking my brain i had not really thought through this either and i'm gonna have to double check with amy to see if there was something um i missed but it's the last one i'm remembering um before covid we had tickets um, a week after everything shut down, um, so that obviously got canceled. We had tickets for uh, Colony House's headlining tour with Tyson Matzenbacher opening for them, mm. um, which it's funny because I didn't even really know Tyson's music that well, and that's like one of my favorite albums of that year, of 2020. Yeah. It's so good, and like we were able to interview him like... Um, yeah, it's just funny how, like, I probably would have showed up to that show and been like, Tyson's pretty cool. I should check out his music, like, after. <laughs> um, but it almost hurts not going to that show more. Yeah. Loving Tyson as much as I do now. Um, and then um, my wife had a ticket, which then turned into both of us having tickets to see Harry Styles uh, this past September. And we uh, sadly allotted to uh, to sell those tickets um, for various reasons. Amy was pregnant and uh, and we could make money. No, but like um, <laughs> no, it was like Saturday night and it was in D.C. and we'd have to drive hours on Saturday night. And it's like we should probably get a hotel then. And it was just like starting to be like yeah. a whole thing. So um we don't have any concerts planned. Amy and I talk about this pretty often. We talked within the last few days that we were like, what's our next concert? Are we even able to go to concerts again? Do parents <laughs> go to concerts? Um, like, I mean, we have a newborn, so it feels less realistic to go um, mm -hmm. now. But, like, I mean, I'll answer the question. Do I still go to concerts? Which is currently no but would I like to yeah. go to concerts? Yes. And obviously, very few people have been to concerts comparatively to how many people used to go to concerts. Like, there's still so many people who would go to concerts that haven't yet, whether their yeah. favorite band hasn't been touring um, or shows haven't been coming their way yet. Um, for whatever reason it is. There's probably a lot of people who would answer yes to that. But then if you go, have you been to a show in the last couple of years? They'd have to answer no. Um, so, Nate, why would you still go to concerts? When, when COVID showed us how 
creative bands can be. I think of um, bands like Manchester Orchestra, Under Oath, um, Amberlin. Those are just some of my favorites. Um, Joe Van did a lot. Like when they're able to do these really amazing, even like production and um, just shows online that you can watch um, and enjoy. Why go to concerts when you can see a band's creativity even arguably as much, if not more, um, in those scenarios? Why isn't that the future of music? Is the future of music still concerts? Uh, answer some of those questions, if you don't mind. <laughs> All right. There. Oh, those are easy questions. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think a, a f- I think in some ways I'd say, yeah, why go to concerts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we just did a Under Earth episode. Under Earth's a heavier band, if you don't know them. They're like digital ghost live concert mm-hmm. production they did is like so sick. Yeah. And to be honest, it might be cooler seeing that and like then actually going to a live show. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. At least I won't get punched in the face by somebody in a mosh pit. Mm -hmm. Um, That's true. I think, though, on the whole, there's something that's just so memorable about shows and so human about live music that I don't think it will ever go away. And... I think a big thing, a few things, real, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that our, at least I'll just speak for our generation. I mean, no big deal. Just speaking for an entire generation. Sure. I'm sure yeah, I won't yeah. miscategorize anything. No, you're going to nail it. But we do whatever we can to not be inconvenienced. It's almost like mm-hmm. rather then experience something that's awesome we'd much rather not experience something like if i guess well obviously we'd rather not experience something that's not great i guess what i'm trying to say is we won't embrace inconvenience for that like goal or for that blessing or for that good thing um and so i think it comes down to that like I don't want to drive into Boston and find parking. Yeah. I don't want to stand around on my feet for three and a half hours. Yeah. I don't want to sit through the op- or stand through the opening act. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get back home after midnight and not get a lot of sleep before mm-hmm. work the next day. Like, but, and all those things can be true. The question is, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. And maybe the answer is yes. And that's actually the question I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pitch you an inconvenient show. Right? There's three openers. Mm -hmm. It's on a Tuesday night Mm -hmm. in Philly. Mm -hmm. The the band or the artist, they start their set at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You're not getting back home till one thirty or whatever, mm-hmm. and you have work the next morning. What band or artist right now would you be thrilled to go see 
in those sucky circumstances. Imagine you have a babysitter, okay? Ignore ignore the practical questions you have on that side of things. Mm-hmm. What band would you, without a doubt, be like, I'm willing to face that inconvenience. I'm willing to, I'd gladly go through all that crap to see this artist or see this band. Yeah. You want to see them that bad? Um, first, you just described the last Valley Heart show I was at. Uh, there were five bands because it was two local bands that sucked um no offense if those local bands um uh and the headliner for the tour was not worth waiting for sadly because they were a huge high school band for me but uh the best shows were valley heart and wolves at the gate and then the closer was like it's getting late and i stayed because I was kind of hanging with John, formerly in Valley Heart, but uh, but it was yeah. I, I, okay, getting too long winded. Um, I still think there's a lot of bands that I would do that for. Um, there's there's artists like John Mayer was just around, and mm. he came like a week after Kellen was born, and so I knew the timing wasn't going to be good, so I didn't <laughs> get tickets. But I would love to see John Mayer live um still bucket list need to see you two live i passed last time on there joshua tree like 20 year anniversary tour and i knew that probably passing on that um because i didn't have the money for it basically um meant there was a good chance i wouldn't see them but there's a few like bucket list bands that are like no-brainer kind of whatever I'd have to do if I can, um, I will. Um, but I will say what you're doing now is weeding out, when I said how consistent, Amy and I went to music, uh, like to concerts. You're weeding out some of those artists that you like, but you don't love. But you're yeah. like, they're close. Tickets are pretty cheap. Um, let's go because we love concerts. Now you're probably weeding those out. Yeah. Um, especially for us now being parents and having to get like babysitting or something. Um, but yeah, I don't know that probably it's not a very satisfying answer, but the fact that there's still too many bands to name, um, in that for me proves how much I still love concerts and going to it. And like, there's something about the energy. There's something about, knowing that everyone in that room is experiencing something that's unlike the rest of the tour and like from like playing shows and stuff like every night is different and you might play the same set list but the energy is different the people are different um there's just something unique about every night and i think there's something really fun about feeling like you're a part of that um that uniqueness and that like I don't know just what concerts are um, it really is unique I don't know how many more concerts I'll go to in my life I really don't but um, but I want to I can flip the question right back at you is there a limited list for you um, or do you feel like it's also a, a pretty wide list for you yeah so it's funny I mean I think there's like I'm bad with questions like these because I'm like, I try and figure out the nitty gritty. I'm like, all right, well, at this show, like, where are my seats? And I'm like, yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. 
So it's like, obviously, if if I work up like this fake concert where it's like front seats to Bonnie Vare at uh, like medium size to small size venue, yeah, it's like of course, but that just doesn't like that just doesn't exist yeah, on like a very realistic. practical level. So I'm just thinking of like a normal like real real r- realistic level, and to be honest. I'm having a very different reaction than you. Yeah. I'm like, can I think of a single artist I would do this for or a single band? And to be honest, the only thing I thought of, and I mean, I'm sure I could potentially work a couple more in here. I'm not trying to say this is the only one, but it's the first thing that came to mind and the one I feel most confident in. If Turnover did a like 10 year reunion of Peripheral Vision, yeah. I would go to that. I saw them tour that record when it came out, and it's my favorite concert experience, and that record means so much to me, and the energy of going to see that would be just incredible. I would do it for that. I don't know if I can think of anything else where I think I'm that like content with not going to shows. That being said, I think it's exactly what you said about the kid situation where for me I don't have a kid but it's just not as convenient as it used to be maybe in the summer like this summer where I'm not as busy maybe I'll just try and go to a ton of shows where it won't be as much of a commitment or a sacrifice maybe this is like my last hurrah I don't know but I definitely don't feel as strongly as you do in terms of like oh I'd make this commitment there's also, and this is projecting in the future, um, there's something about, like, like I played Kellen, like, metal music um, <laughs> because I don't want him the first time he hears something over a certain amount of decibels to be like, I hate this. Like, I want, I want him at least used to hard music. He doesn't have to like metal. In fact, it's not like I'm, like, here, like, the biggest metal fan, but... Um, but there's something that I'm trying to like impart, which is mostly just a love of music and a love of all music to Kellen at some point. Mm-hmm. And I do think of concerts being a way that like, and I don't want to be that dad who's like, this band was like, like this. And like, Kellen's just going to make me happy. But like, like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's something really unique about concerts to me still that like to show that to Kellen and like just let him experience that would bring me a lot of joy. Um, So I don't know. I like I still feel like concerts at some point, like as long as bands that I like are willing to be out touring, um, I'll do that. But I'll also... If there's bands like Under Oath that does Digital Ghost, if there's bands like Amberlynn played all of their albums front to back in different shows, like each album, um, digitally, like if bands are doing that, supporting them that way too, and counting that as like my concert budget, like that's what Amy and I yeah. are doing, is like we're buying all these things and we're like, yeah, it's still cheaper than going to a concert. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to think how to wrap this this up a little bit. Um, maybe you have yeah, I mean, I think we can just 
I think a good thing to just say as we close is like how so much of concerts is like life stage. Yeah. And it's not as like one to one. It's like, well, when you turn 20 or when you turn 30 or when this happens or when that happens. But just overall, I think what we're going through and how we're feeling and what our situation is will drastically impact how much we need or how much we want or how much we're willing to sacrifice to go to shows. Um, And so, yeah, maybe like even though I'm down on concerts right now, maybe in the next few years I'll like be back up again because life will change or whatever. And who knows? But one thing I will say is, as as we close, is if you ever see Andrew and I at a concert, which is possible, don't talk because to <laughs> we charge so much money for autographs. Yeah. Um, I think what I was just gonna say is, like, say hi. We'd love yep. to talk and and hang out. Um, yep. We aren't popular. No. You are the you only person at the show who recognizes no. us. Yeah. And so we would love to to just say hi and, and chat. Which, in this scenario, we're just going to start crying mm. that you recognize Definitely. us. Because we're on a platform that's not a visual medium. It's, a, mm, it's yes. an auditory medium. So <laughs> Crying in fear um, that our We're like, how did you even know us? what we looked like? Yeah. And then we'll probably cry out of terror. Because it turns yeah. out that they're, yeah, stalkers. <laughs> they know what we look like because they're watching on YouTube. They do. And they know what kind of music we like and what kind of shows we might be at, too. And they see our long-distance listening t-shirt there we go. wearing. Which you can buy never. I don't know. Nate, <laughs> Nate's the best and made Nate and myself t-shirts, but we... Didn't There's only two. On like buying them for other yeah. people, so make us bigger and we'll give you t-shirts. <laughs> that sounds great. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you yes. for checking out the podcast. Uh, we really, um, yeah, this episode felt different. Like, and and that's something fun. It's it's fun to do something that's not in our normal. You can tell it's like. We're usually pretty chill and laid back on the podcast, but I feel even more so like that. It's also probably that during this podcast, <laughs> it switched days on us because it's like that late <laughs> that that we went past midnight. So we're both just like feeling it. But um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support uh, for the podcast. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this conversation, honestly, if you enjoyed this conversation, you're probably gonna love the podcast because um, I would assume that there's a lot of conversations with more meaning than what we just had. But um, but it was fun. Like it's fun talking about these things in music, and we want to hear from you. So reach out, tell us: Are you still going to concerts? Do you still really want people? to tour what do you think the future of concerts looks like now that we're past uh um past the season of of no concerts now that concerts are starting to happen again so reach out to us email us at long distance listening at gmail.com you can also find us on our socials on twitter and instagram at ldl pod and you can reach out to 
Nate directly on Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your day. This is the first time we've ever done this. This is a unique episode, and so we're going to do unique stuff. The NFL Draft is in one week from today. However, we will be posting this one week after the draft. But we are going to make predictions for our teams on who they'll draft. Andrews, Eagles have two first-round picks. My Pats have one first-round pick, but my Bucks also have one first-round pick <laughs> because of my boy, Tom Brady. So, Andrew, would you like to make your two picks, your two projections? Sure. Well, this is uh, going to be a dream scenario that I don't think is going to happen, but I've been hearing uh, some talk that Kyle Hamilton might fall. That makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I don't think he should fall out of the top ten, but <laughs> with the 15th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. <laughs> I, I I need to add the music. In. All right, Nate. Um, <laughs> what do you about want me 18? to do my second? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do 18. Okay. And with the 18th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Drake London, wide receiver, USC. Very nice. That'd be okay. that'd be a dream. I would I would die. Alright. I'll do I'll do dream like as well. Yeah. Alright? I won't do what I actually think. Alright. With the I was gonna say, with the 29th pick, because the Patriots traded back two times in the first round. No. With the twenty first pick, the six time champs, New England Patriots, select Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Bama, mm-hmm. roll tie. And then with the 27th pick of the 2022 NFL draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Zion Johnson, offensive lineman, specifically a guard, out of Boston College. Those are my guesses. That's that's a good guess. I I thought about uh, uh, Tyler Linderbaum or whatever. Yeah. Also to the Eagles. Um, and so is that's that, where is I he at center? Yep. Yeah. I've we'll see. Probably none so. of those players are going to be drafted by any of our teams. Oh no. 